Hello, you might notice that today my voice sounds a little different and it is because I am recovering from COVID, unfortunately. Um, it is going around again um, and I happened to pick it up. For some weird reason, none of my family have caught it off me, which is really good. Um, but yeah, my, my voice is just going to sound like this until I am 100% better, I guess. Um, and the sad thing about getting COVID this week was that my family, my mum and dad, had an early Christmas celebration at their house on the weekend, so like a couple of days ago, and because I had COVID, I didn't go, um, for good reason, they didn't want me to come and spread COVID to all of them right before Christmas, um, in New Zealand, at Christmas time, that's like, it's summertime for us. So that's our big time of the year where everyone takes a break and goes away for a vacation or a holiday uh, for like two or three weeks. <clears throat> or maybe even more if you're lucky. So I don't want to make everyone sick right before they are about to have Christmas and go away for like three weeks. Because who wants to be sick when you're going away on vacation, right? Like... We probably wouldn't even end up going because it might feel so horrible and you don't want to spread it to other people. Anyway, so <clears throat> at Christmas Day at my parents' house, fake Christmas Day, early Christmas Day, um, my kids got a ton of presents. And, of course, they wanted to play with them all when they got home. And both of them actually got a Cluedo set. So I don't know if you know what Cluedo is, but it's a very old game that I used to play when I was a kid and I'm sure it was around many years before that but it's like a murder mystery game like someone has murdered someone and you have to find out who it was and what weapon they or what they used to kill them with that was the old version anyway but the version my kids got one was like slight like way easier than that because it was like a toddler's version or a young kid's version and the other version was like a, a full-on murder mystery that actually it's going to take hours and hours to complete um and Archer wanted to play with his last night which was the full-on murder mystery one we didn't realize it was going to take that long we just thought it was a simple board game so we put Lucas to bed because he's only four and he goes to bed earlier but Archer really wanted to play this game so me and my husband and Archer we all sat down to play this game which we just thought was a simple board game but once we got it all set up and started following the instructions, it became clear that this was not a straightforward board game. And this is, but this is where it became really interesting. So the first card we pulled, it had, it, the, it's, you had to follow the instructions on the cards you pull, right? And the first one said something like, the captain has fallen overboard, you have to throw him a life raft. And my husband was like, what does that mean? Like, do we have an actual life raft here somewhere we have to throw him? Or like, are we supposed to like create one? Or like, what are we supposed to do? And he was like reading through the instructions again and again and again and trying to figure it out. And I was like, whoa, 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 babe, like just hang on. Let's just do this and work our way through it and we'll figure out if we got it wrong. So let's just say, okay, that's the start of the game and that's what happens and we've, we've just say we've thrown him a life raft and we'll carry on with the game. 
But he was kind of like, no, 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 like, got to follow, like, got to read all the instructions and see if we actually have to build this life raft and what do we have to do? And me and Archer were both like, let's just keep playing. We'll figure out if we've made a mistake or not. Like, this is the first time we've played it. It doesn't matter if we mess up. It's just a board game. And if we make a whole bunch of mistakes, then we'll just figure it out and just go back to the beginning and start again or whatever. But no, my husband, bless him, he was like determined that he was going to read all the instructions and figure out how to do it. And that just shows me, at the time, I had this aha moment, right? I was like, this just shows how people have such different learning styles. And I think this crosses over to photography too. Like not everyone learns the same and it's it's everywhere in life. People learn things differently. And so it became very obvious that my husband is, he, he learns by reading and following the instructions. Um I should have I should have done a little bit of research and figured out actually what because I know there's like kinesthetic and there's like um like audio I don't know like people there's this I learned this when I was a ski instructor in um America in Colorado I did a season there I uh learned that about all the different styles of the, that people ways that people learn and yeah there's like some people um like to watch some people like to do some people like to listen and I think there's a couple more but yeah it became very clear that he had to read all the instructions and follow through step by step but this kind of wasn't really the kind of game that that worked for because you had to problem solve and at the same time it became very obvious in both that both me and Archer learned by doing like we just wanted to do it see if it worked or not and if it didn't then we would start again and do it again and that's how we were going to learn it by doing it and trying it um and yeah I had thought about this when it comes to photography before but maybe I hadn't thought of it in this way I don't know but When it comes to photography, we all have different ways that we learn photography best. And for me, I have come to realize that the way I learn photography best is to just go out and do it. Uh, I do like to have an idea in mind of what I'm going to try, but um, I don't usually like following along step by step instructions I like to kind of see a picture of what I want to achieve what the end goal is and then go out and try and do that so when you think about it some photographers probably like some photographers are really technical like to read the whole like manual for their camera that is not me um, they probably like to read books about photography and follow along step by step on how to do certain things. There are photographers who learn b- 
better by just doing it, just picking up the camera and having a play, seeing what happens, like what this button does, what that button does, what the setting changes, um, going to different places like, oh, I'll try this, I'll try that, I'll try going to this place, that place, just feeling their way through it. And then there's more visual photographers who like to see someone else doing it um, and showing them how to do it. And those are the three main ways which we learn as photographers. And you might like to do, to like mix them all together and to do all of them or do a couple of them. And maybe there are other ways that you learn too. You might learn by listening, by listening to someone telling you how to do something. And maybe that is the way that you learn best. But what I'm trying to say is there's not a one-size-fits-all way to learn photography. And also you might have a couple of different ways that you learn, like if you combine those together, that is your sweet spot. But like I said, for me, I do like to mainly just go out and do it and just try Sometimes I do like to kind of have like a little bit of a step-by-step, like if something's a little bit more complicated or I just haven't managed to figure it out on my own, then I might like go on YouTube or um, just Google it and just read how to do something, Um, especially when it comes to like Photoshop and and editing. Like sometimes, yeah, you just can't just figure that out on your own sometimes if you're trying to do something specific. Another, so like I said, it's one way I, I like to do photography or um, yeah take photos is and learn is to have an idea in mind like have um, a picture that I want to kind of create something similar but make it my own of course but the other way I like to go out and approach a shoot is to just have no idea of what I'm going to shoot just to have a place that I want to go to um usually that's the beach for me and I'll just go for a few days usually by myself and then I'll just like go walk the beach pick up shells um and then just like sit there with my camera at sunset or in the morning at sunrise or whenever I feel called to just go hang out in that in nature at the beach and I'll just sit there and just feel into it and just go with whatever I feel I want to take photos of. And I'll experiment, like I'll play with long exposures, I'll play with intentional camera movement, I'll maybe like try different things, like try a filter I've never used before, or um, I don't know, just like try a different setting on my camera, try putting it on the tripod and... Um, doing a long exposure or yeah you kind of get it like I just like to hang out there in nature and then just go with the flow sometimes I don't experiment sometimes I just am like this looks beautiful and I want to shoot it like this and um, actually that's that's somehow sometimes how I get my best photos is just by taking some time out Uh, I call it my own little retreat my DIY retreat and if you are keen to actually like do own little DIY retreat then um I'm gonna I'm thinking about anyway I'm thinking about making a little like 
um, DIY retreat challenge um, in the new year. So if you are interested in doing that, then let me know and I'll happily create that for you. Because, yeah, I, I like to at least like once a year go out on my own to somewhere beautiful and just stay for like three days or something or even just a weekend by myself and just go with my camera and hang out in nature and take photos and not have any distractions of tv or my phone or work or anything like that it's just a time for time for me and my camera and to get creative because I find a lot of the time when I'm at home like there's so many things I have to think of like especially when you have kids your head can get very full and busy and if you're a parent then I know you know what I'm talking about so that is why I like to kind of just get out of my normal my normal life and go on a little mini adventure a little relaxing retreat for myself and it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't have to be like somewhere extravagant it can be like 30 minutes down the road um yeah it, it, it can be anywhere really it could it could be like I don't know next door or somewhere just somewhere where you're not going to be distracted though by your kids or your husband or um just the normal realities of your life. Um, but I guess going back to different learning styles, that is one way that I love to grow as a photographer um, because I like to learn by doing. But maybe if you like to learn by like reading instructions like my husband does, you might like to just block out a weekend for yourself. Maybe go get a hotel room somewhere. I don't know. Do it. Make it fun. But you could spend the whole weekend learning by, I don't know, reading a cool book and trying um, trying out techniques, photography techniques in, in a cool photography book. Or probably what's even better is to like watch YouTube um, and uh, learn from YouTube like follow along step by step with your camera like some camera tutorials or like shooting tutorials I don't know depending on what you're into you could choose whatever you want or you could even just go through your camera manual and learn like every single thing that your camera does I have never done that because like that is the last thing I want to do is like go through my camera manual I have been forced to do it a few times because like I actually just really needed to learn something in particular for example like I was using the same focusing mode for years and years and I just like never thought about changing it because I didn't know really what the other focusing modes were and I didn't really want to get into it like reading like about focusing modes and I don't know can be a little confusing too 
But once I finally did read the manual, like, I don't know, this is like after 15 years of of um, being a photographer, which is pretty embarrassing. But it like took me five minutes to learn the focusing modes. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a game changer. Like, literally. Um, so yeah, maybe if you... Maybe if you do focus heavily on one, like learning mode, just like spend a few minutes in different ones because it can actually like transform your photography. Anyway, I'm going on off on a different tangent there. So yeah, if you learn by um, following instructions, then that could be something that you could do. I'd love to. I'd actually love to go get a hotel room to myself for a weekend where I can just go and learn. A bunch of stuff and I do like learning by watching YouTube videos as well I just don't find that I learn as well like I'll get the ideas from YouTube um but I'm not going to follow along step by step I kind of am like that's a cool idea I'm going to go try it out for myself and I'll just go try it out my way without following this instructions and if it didn't work then maybe I'll go back to the video and be like okay let's just rewatch that again and be like okay that's where I went wrong I'll try that again um, and that's the way I like to learn. If you're a very visual learner, you m- definitely might like to learn on YouTube. You could block out a weekend and go to a hotel as well and learn on YouTube. Like take your camera, watch some YouTube, try some stuff out. Um, yeah, if you're if you're an audio learner, then um, I don't know. Listen to, listen to some podcasts and learn. Uh, maybe. Yeah, go somewhere nice and, I don't know, lie on the beach and listen to some podcasts and play with your camera and, I don't know, that sounds really nice. Maybe I should do that too. Um, But what I'm trying to say is there are more than one learning styles uh, that you might not know about and you're probably one of those and maybe if you're maybe you're struggling to learn photography and it could be because you're trying to learn it in a way that's not natural to you maybe you were trying to follow the manuals and follow um a course or I don't know maybe maybe you're even studying photography and maybe this is why I struggled when I studied photography um yeah maybe maybe you were trying to learn all this stuff like written down or you're being told it, but really you you might not realize you're struggling because you actually just need to go do it. You actually just need to try it out for yourself and see, does this work? Does that work? And yeah, just just get out there and do it and make the mistakes and learn that way. That that might be what works for you. So I just encourage you to think about like how do you like learning? How have you learned other things? And how could that help you? to grow as a photographer um, and keep learning and learn in a style that um, suits you so that you get the most benefit out of it. So going back to this board game that I was playing with my husband and Archer, my son, Archer and I were kind of like quietly giggling away in the corner because we, we just carried on playing the game. And we were like getting quite excited because we were picking it up and it was going really well. We were figuring out some of the clues. And this whole time, my husband was still like frantically like reading the instruction manual, like 
picking different bits up, throwing them to the side, like obviously getting very frustrated because he couldn't find what he needed in the instructions um, because there are a lot of pieces to this game and I think it was just kind of hard to explain it through the instructions. But the funniest thing was we got like 20 minutes into the game maybe and uh, there was... So one of the cards that got picked up was a statement from one of the characters. And I think I kind of started talking about, like, that's my character or that was Archer's character or something. And I was talking about what they look like. And my husband was kind of like, well, how do you know what they look like? And how do you know that that's you, that's that your, that's your character or whatever? And I was like, oh, from the picture that Archer was showing me before. And he was like, where are these pictures? <laughs> and there was six pictures of the char- all the characters so that all six pictures all together but they were of the characters in the game so if you're familiar familiar with Cluedo there was like I don't know the, the usual ones and maybe like one different one but there's like um, Miss Scarlet, Mrs Peacock, Professor Plum, Reverend Green, Colonel Mustard um, I think the sixth one was Dr someone it was a lady I don't remember that one but Anyway, so yeah, like 20 minutes into this game, he discovered that there were these cards of the characters. And he was like, why did no one tell me about this? And he was like, where are the cards? And Archer was like, oh, I hid them under the couch. (laughs) And I like cracked up laughing because for, for my husband, those were like important pieces that he needed to know before he started the game I was like and and there was a like a piece of the instructions that um Archer had hidden as well so he'd missed that out which was like read this before you start (laughs) so Archer had like hidden that and hidden these six cards that explained who the characters were and I just thought it was hilarious that like 20 minutes and Archer was like, oh yeah, I had those into care to my husband. I was like, oh, those were like one of the most important parts, Archer. Why did you not show these to me in the beginning and you just hid them under the couch? And I was just pissing my pants laughing while he was like real angry that like he could have understood the game a lot easier at the beginning if he'd just known about these pieces that had quite literally been hidden from him. So yeah, at the end of the day, obviously he learns by um, reading instructions and having all the pieces there so that he knows exactly what he's going to do before he starts and how it's going to go. And me and Archer both like to just get started try it out and if it doesn't work then just start again or just make a slight change along the way um and yeah I just thought that was a great example of how different people have different learning styles and just because we learn one way that's not necessarily the way that someone else is going to learn so if you are teaching someone else and when I am teaching other people photography I keep that in mind that just because I like to learn by doing things that other people might like not like to learn like that so that's why when I teach people 
I don't just get them to do it, but I tell them how to do it. I show them how to do it and I'll give them instructions like a, a guidebook or um, an instruction manual or, you know, some written form of instructions to show them how to do it. So when you are trying to do it, it doesn't matter what kind of learning style you have that you will understand how to do it in your way and to wrap up this podcast um I just wanted to let you know that next year I have so much planned for you I am so excited that I am going to be running multiple workshops throughout the year um on different photography techniques or actually whatever you want to learn so like let me know what you want to learn um and also sign up for the waitlist um if you want to get in on any of these workshops I'm thinking one of them could be my virtual retreat that I do like teaching you how to take yourself out on your own virtual retreat on your own retreat um take yourself out away by yourself into nature and just take some amazing photos by just going with the flow and just trying things and just yeah I, I like to do some journaling too while I'm there um and I just find that whole process like helps me take amazing photos so that I'm hoping well that is going to be one of the workshops if you are interested in that so don't forget to sign up to the wait list I will put the link in the show notes and I can't wait to see you next year and to help you learn to be a better photographer because we can all get better all the time even I am still learning all the time because that is my duty as a teacher to be learning myself as well so I can be a better teacher for you so check out the show notes below join the waitlist so you can find out about the next workshop that is coming up they're all going to be free totally free of course so you've got nothing to lose go sign up for the waitlist right now and you'll be the first to know when I release the spots for the free workshops have a wonderful Christmas and an amazing new year and I will see you in the next episode